Herbert, with people just joining us, why don't you let us know a little bit about yourself and where we can find your work? Oh, geez. Uh, I am a uh, redraft person. I talk about redraft. I tweet from an account with the uh, username uh, Herms NFL. You can find it by typing in Herms NFL. That's typically how Twitter works. Uh, I also do fun podcast theme songs for people. So if you've ever seen Petite Pods with Cooter Doodle or a podcast with Upside, or, you know, it's like, you know, stuff Cooter like that, Doodle. you know, like. Yeah, the music. I, I made it. I did the stuff. So not only do I give advice about football and numbers and stuff, I make tunes. So let's move on and talk about the <laughs> L.A. Chargers because that is what we are doing today. Got a little plug. Music from Herms. L.A. Chargers via Justin Herbert, who's going to be a quarterback under center during his second season this year. I have him actually very similar in 2021. Last season, 4,336 yards, 31 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. Next season, I have him projected at 4,099 yards, 34 touchdowns, and only eight interceptions. Uh, better team, I have, you know, less throwing, and overall, my theme for the Chargers today is going to be, like, target consolidation. There were so many guys who caught balls and ran balls last year for the Chargers. I want to see those just concentrated down to my fantasy assets because that's going to make my NFL season a lot easier. Chargers, Justin Herbert, that's please. That's wishful from. thinking from my mouth to your ears. Um, so, yeah, just over 19 points per game leaves Justin Herbert, quarterback 12 on the season, three spots behind his number nine 2020 ranking. Steve, where can we see Justin Herbert now? Um, Herbert is the number six quarterback with an ADP of 506. He's been taken as high as the fourth round and as low as the sixth round. All right. So, Herms, let's talk a little bit about Justin Herbert. I mean, the big thing he had going for him last year when he was absolutely destroying it was the fact that, you know, Austin Eckler wasn't there and he was able to just launch balls down the field and do all that. Because, like, weeks 5 through 11 without Austin Eckler, QB2, you know, averaged, I think I have the numbers, at uh, 26.9 points per game. Pretty good. But uh, weeks 12 through 16 when Eckler came back, QB 17 averaging around, like, 17 points per game. So it's just, like, there are other, like, factors – it play there because like Keenan Allen got hurt a little bit toward the end there. Hunter Henry missed and, the game. And also, and also New England also destroyed him in week, uh, that, week 13. <laughs> yeah. That, Herbert oh. had 6.36. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at it right now uh, against New England. He had 6.36 points, but the rest of it, but then you had, but then he had 16, 27, um, 15 and then 33 points to end the season. So like ugh, that one bad game just yeah. threw everything off. Currently yeah. being drafted behind Lamar Jackson and Dak Prescott. And when I mean behind, I mean one spot behind. I have Lamar Jackson 501, Dak Prescott uh, at the 505 and Herbert at the 506. Those are averages. That's why the players right next to each other aren't in consecutive mm -hmm. numbers. But uh, yeah, that's a that's a price to pay for me. I'm I'm gonna flip a coin on uh, Jackson, Dak Prescott, even Aaron Rodgers going almost a full round later. So those are gonna be my guys. I love Justin Herbert. I'm just not sure the volume is going to be there for him to return the investment value. You're buying him for me at his ceiling. I don't like that, Steve. I'm I'm just wondering are are you are you, are you um, projecting it because you think Austin Eckler is going to have a full season? Um and and that and that will take away from his volume, uh, of his passing volume is that because um I, I'm just wondering and if you want to start talking about Austin Eckler right now I mean we could do that and we could and we can carry this conversation over if you want 
So, so the answer is uh, yes. I just, I just have a lot of rushes in store for this team. I have them uh, rushing the ball 535 times and passing 600, which is still a really good ratio. I just Herbert was so efficient during last season. I think that that's got to take a step back, and uh, I have him at 66% completion percentage. Um, and and we could talk a little bit about, more about how the the breakdowns go when we get the the wide receiver. I have him with a lot of. Uh, uh, I mean, efficiency. I just have like mm-hmm. the yards per catch. I think Mike uh, Mike Williams was like 18 yards a catch last year. Like there, there were a lot of a lot of really really strong <laughs> numbers for a lot of players in the supporting cast, and I just think it's got to go down. It, I I don't really have a justification as to. Um, oh no, I don't have Joe Austin Eckler seeing an ungodly number of touches. So, mm-hmm. okay. So let's move into it. Austin Eckler, one of my favorite players to watch in 2020. Not gaudy in any one category just solid on the ground solid in the past game i'm at 165 rushes for 775 and five touchdowns but also with 88 receptions for 678 and five touchdowns that 14.6 fantasy points per game leaves him at running back four on the 2020 season which is much higher where he's currently going i believe steve where's he at now yeah because he's at running back 10 with an adp of 201 he's actually been drafted as high as 106 um and he's made it as low as the end of the second round at 210 this to me is going to be heavily dependent with all these targets he's almost like that i almost have him projected to get like camara type numbers like under a thousand yards, almost eighty catches, and <laughs> and I, I I like it. I just like where that is. Herms, what do you think? I could definitely see it being Camara like because the new offensive coordinator coming over from New Orleans. I mean, I think that the offense could be pretty similar. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so it's like, and that that's a huge part of why you know it, it, it kind of bakes in a little bit to the whole like. I'm a little lower on Justin Herbert. Still draft him as your quarterback one, but maybe just like, you know, pump the brakes a little bit. But also, like, dude, what this does for Eckler's potential opportunity, like, oh my lord, we already know he has the skill set to do that type of thing. Yeah. And like, I don't know, man, dude, like if the if the offense ends up being what we think it will be, considering who's in charge of running the offense, give me Austin Eckler all day, every day. Mm. I love I, it. I mean, I I'm love where he's biggest. going currently in drafts. And when I see the other guys around him, Antonio Gibson, who's a better player? Like, forget about workload, forget about fantasy. Austin Eckler, Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson. I'm painfully biased living in the DC area. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I, I will also say Antonio Terrible. Gibson. Terrible. But in a PPR, you're going to want Austin Eckler over maybe Nick Chubb. Like, like I have their, their yardage yeah, about the I same. See, I would still take Nick 80- Chubb. 80 receptions are going to do it for me. So um, that's where I have Austin Eckler. Um, Steve, what do you think? Buy, I mean, obviously, you're buying. <laughs> no, I am not. I You you know that I have never been a big Austin Eckler believer. Like, it, 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 I'm just not sure that he can be that bell cow runner. And, you know, and when the committee and when the quasi committee was there last year, when Eckler came back, you know, it. I know it's an unpopular opinion, but I just have to sell on him because I Herms, just don't. Steve is not in on Austin Eckler. So can you do some more fancy hand motions and try to convince him with your uh, words and magic to get on board? Well, I mean, you know, dude, like, think about it. They're doing, they brought the guy from New Orleans to run the offense. I mean, like you, the whole thing that was said before about the Camara thing. It's like, they're literally bringing in a dude to make him Alvin Camara, basically kind of not really. That was an exaggeration, but still, I don't know. I have to make an exaggerated point to be able to emphasize how much we should be believing in Austin Eckler. Cause I know it's how old is Austin Eckler. 
that doesn't matter to me for this year because he's still young enough now, I will say. In a dynasty, that's a slightly different conversation, but he's not old enough this year for that to be something I'm concerned about. You know what I mean? This year. So I'm just saying, man, I don't know. He's 25 years old. He'll be 26 during this season, oh, and he geez. has only, only 401 25. rushes. 401 yeah. rushes is oh, not geez. near that 3,000 carry mark for me. So um, uh. we'll see what Joe Lombardi can do, if he can wave the magic wand and convince Steve maybe by the next couple weeks. Oh, We're God. not going to talk about the next couple of running backs, but I do have Justin Jackson getting almost 200 touches and almost 1,000 yards. Josh Kelly, about 100 touches and 500 yards, and... Uh, Larry Roundtree, 205 yards. I had to give him to someone, and his name came up next on uh, our lads. So we got to jump into some wide receivers now because there are a couple targets that we really want to talk about, and the first one is Keenan Allen, someone who I seem to praise every year, and people just aren't getting on board with it. And every year I have him really cheap, and I I like that. So let's see if I can talk my way out of some Keenan Allen shares. For those of you listening, please don't steal him from me. Perennial baller. And perennial underestimated wide receiver Keenan Allen. I am at 140 targets, 92 receptions, 970 yards, and 10 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. 11.94 points per game leaves him at wide receiver five in 2021. Steve, where's he going? He is currently wide receiver 10 with an ADP of 303, and he's been seen as high as 206 and as low as 312. Can I take the lead face? on this? What are you on your face about? Because uh, like uh, you're you, you have him at you have him at ninety two receptions and nine hundred and seventy yards that is seriously lowballing him like the, 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 we're talking about because uh, 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 I I am the biggest Keenan Allen truther here Stan whatever the term is you know I I I go to bat for Keenan Allen and you know and I've been saying it since the beginning of the career his career. He is one of the best wide receivers in the league. He has made some of the best cornerbacks in the NFL look like some of the worst cornerbacks in the NFL. You know, and it, and I think it's a travesty that he is not considered a, a, a top five wide receiver because he's number ten right now. And I'm and I looked at the nine wide receivers ahead of him, and, and there are some players that I would definitely take over. Uh, that I would definitely take um, Allen over these players. Okay, so and, let's go with Herms. Let's play the game with Herms. Let's play the game oh. with Herms. Okay, yeah. so I'm going to name two players. Herms, you tell me who you'd rather have. Okay. Keenan Allen, A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. Keenan Allen, Michael Thomas. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, Justin Jefferson. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, Julio Jones. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, Allen Robinson. Keenan Allen. So you, you get what you get. We're going out there. That's exactly where we had them. All the players that you chose over were ADP higher. All the players you chose uh, Keenan Allen over um, were, were lower in ADP. So I guess for you, Herms, you, you have them right where right where we got them. I, I but, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. But, uh, I'm, t- I'm telling you right now, I it, like here are players that I would that I would take Keenan Allen over. I that that are that are currently ranked ahead of him. I would take I would take Keenan Allen over DeAndre Hopkins because of age. I would take I would take Keenan Allen over DK Metcalf, AJ Brown, and Michael Thomas simply because Keenan Allen has been more consistent than the rest of them. The, it, uh, it, it, I would I would exce- take him over AJ Brown. <gasps> oh, That's gonna be a sound oh, clip, but it is what it is. I would take him over AJ Brown straight up. Oh. <laughs> it, it, it's down. Yeah. Oh, God. I, I I will take I will take Keenan Allen like 
I, I I will take him. Like if he's there, you can't you can't get me to click that button fast enough. Keenan Allen is the only wide receiver on this team, and we do have to move on because next up is Mike Williams. Mike Williams, uh, I am set up with uh, 70 targets, 36 receptions, 582 yards, and five touchdowns. Not exactly comeback player of the year, but a solid number two option. That 6.23 fantasy points per game, just shy of wide receiver 50 on the season, which is exactly where he's going in draft. So, so we don't need to talk about where he's going because this is I matched him up perfectly with where fantasy consensus has him right now. So, Steve, I'm going to go right to you and ask you, do you have him higher or lower? I mean, he, he's wide receiver 50. Uh, he's never been able to stay healthy for a full season, uh, it, um, with the exception of the 2018 season. Uh, I don't know. He had a nasty like, shoulder injury on uh, hard knocks last season, which we all hate to mm-hmm. see, but it's he actually gets injured. Not like Keenan Allen has this this like aura around him where people think he gets injured, but he had like a lacerated kidney he missed a season. Like That's not an injury you see. Mm-hmm. That's not a soft t- tissue injury. But Mike Williams... Um, he has, he's played, uh, 10 games, 16, 15, 15, but how many of those games was he fresh for? Certainly none during last season. Herms, Mike Williams, are you in or out? I am. I, I mean, history has taught us that we should be out. So I guess I'll be out, but at the same time, like I am, perpetually just go like i'm caught in the loop of just like oh but if he ever stays healthy so i'll just draft him at the end of my bench oh if he just stays healthy i'll draft him at the end. like i don't know like i, mean, I wish he could take a page out of the wu-tang clan playbook and just protect his neck you know because yeah. like he he will leap up there and just have zero <laughs> regard for how he will fall down he's just like oh i got it and then just like whatever happens between him and his jump apex and hitting the ground he doesn't care he will not break his own fall gracefully. It's very, very exactly. It's, it's painful to watch, <laughs> and that, and that's why he always gets like eighteen yards per reception. And the thing is, he's a, he's going at in the eleventh round. You you know if you have if you're eleventh round, that's wide receiver four flex player position, and he has wide receiver two potential. Like I'll take the shot in the eleventh round on him. 16.7 career. He's, he's had a double-digit touchdown season. He's done both of those things. Mm-hmm. Career, 16.7 yards per catch. So, uh, yeah, he definitely is there with the players that he should be because they're lottery tickets. Jamar Chase, Mike Williams, Marvin Jones. You got Devonta Smith in that range. All guys, just grab one of them. I don't care who. This is like the, the spot for me. I don't care who it is. Get one of those guys. You'll be fine because um, you're just you're throwing darts at a board anyway. And mm-hmm. when you talk about dart throwing, I think about the tight end on the Chargers, Jared Cook. I'm taking a big decline this year. 32 receptions, 403 yards, and six touchdowns. That leaves him at tight end 14, just ahead of Eric Ebron's 2020 numbers. Steve, where's he going in drafts? Um, he's tight end 20 with an ADP of 13-11. So it's actually a little higher. Uh, he's he's actually going a little lower than where I have him. But Herm's upside on Jared Cook, is there any? I mean, based on the familiarity he has with the new offensive coordinator, maybe. But, like, I don't know. How old is he at this point? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's 33? Yeah. Like, if, if I'm going to take a gamble on a, you know, tight end well outside of the top 12, I... 
might want to go with a guy a little younger, but at the same time, like I understand the argument for it. So mm. I mean, I'm very like I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit on the fence and shrug my shoulders. I, like, <laughs> I don't whatever. <laughs> I, I talk about his familiarity with Lombardi, but his target share has gone down in uh, New Orleans. He had had 101 targets in Oakland in 2018. Went down to 65. Went down to 60 with one more game, which would mean it's really projected at like 55. Next season, we're going down, taking another step, and that's why I have him at only, uh, you know, you know, a couple catches. Would have 32 receptions, which is yeah. right in that range. Yeah. yeah, and and you know, in tight end premium leagues, sure, because because like if he gets if he gets like one or two catches a game. Even if it's short yardage in tight end premium leagues, that that's two points a catch. So you know that that's four points right there if he gets yeah, two catches. It, it's it's not for me. Jared Cook is not for me, and that's really sad because I really love Jared Cook. I've I've owned him throughout his career. He's definitely a guy who I've you know always wanted to take that next level, and he just refuses to. He's just going to be mediocre in his whole career. But I love Jared Cook. Um, I was very surprised when I saw myself stat him that low. Because like I said, I, I break down the target shares and then I do the yards per catch. I predict the touchdown total and you press enter whoop, and it stats everything out for you. And I was like, whoa, whoa, Jared Cook, we doing my, my, my boy dirty on Jared Cook? No, we weren't. That's just where he's going to be this season. Mm-hmm. Herms, any last words on the Chargers? Oh, uh, I think that the lightning bolt is a really cool logo and that the stadium is kind of neat. Do you prefer the powder blue or those yellow uniforms? Oh, powder blue all day. That's a gorgeous, gorgeous uniform. Mm Mm-hmm. Steve, any final thoughts? I mean, uh, just just on Jared Cook, you know, just one more thing. You know, Higby, Jarwin, and Ebron are 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 sitting there around um, Jared Cook. I I would take I would take one of those three over him. I think they all have more upside. I'm going to let you take any one of those tight ends at that point in the game because I'm not interested. Uh, Herms, before we go, why don't you let us know one more time where we can find your work? At Herms NFL. And I have a thing that I do with, you know, there's like a blog, a podcast. We do live stream shows, blah, 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 all through the lateral at the lateral FF, www.thelateralff.com. And actually, we are recording the first ever episode of the lateral show our flagship podcast and uh, it's too late to enter the contest now but uh we're giving away a spot in the scott fishbowl so the episode drops tomorrow if you want to just hear somebody receive really good news and also hear some analysis about stuff then listen to it on different platforms where you find podcasts Awesome. Love it. And again, go over to ID Sports, enter our drawing to win a free digital copy of a movie. There are no catches. Just put your email down there. Just for being an ID Sports subscriber, you're getting free digital copies. Thank you for joining us here today at ID Sports. (laughs) 